Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Well, hello. It's Ayers on the Road. We're excited to be with you today. Another week, another Ayers on the Road. And I want to start off by asking Linda a question. She doesn't know about this question, but you can all listen in. Linda, what are you grateful for today? What do you feel thankful and gratitude and and appreciation for right now, right at this moment? Um, actually, I feel really grateful for you this morning. I woke up feeling really... <laughs> I didn't plant that question. Really? I know. But... I didn't know. I thought you'd say you were grateful for nature because well, you've been out walking. I did. It's gorgeous out there. But the first thing I thought this morning, because I was feeling really grumpy and had a hard night and I went to say good morning and you were just so happy even though you had some rocky things too and it really was nice to know that I am married to an optimistic person it could be a whole lot worse I mean there's a lot of things there's so much to be grateful (laughs) for every day though you know there there just are and we just decided today that we wanted to do the whole show on gratitude and well let me start off with a little quote I think that this is a this is there's a lot of things to think about in this quote, Linda. Why don't you read that? Gratitude doesn't lead to happiness. Gratitude is happiness in its most obtainable form. Think about that. You know, people say, "Well, if you're grateful, you're going to be happy and count your blessings." And there's a lot of talk about gratitude, and sometimes Thanksgiving is a real key time of the year when we rekindle gratitude for so many things. I know during this COVID-19 thing, and in some ways we're worried and scared and frightened, but we're also grateful for so many things. But think about that quote for a minute. We actually, this is from a a book we did a few years ago called The The Thankful Heart. And we're going to use that kind of for our reference today, but gratitude doesn't lead to happiness. It is happiness in its most obtainable form. It's synonymous with happiness. When you're grateful, when you're focused on something you're thankful for, you can't help but feel happy. It really is true. Um, It can change everything. As soon as you start feeling down and woe is me and so on, if you just sit around and think of how grateful you are, um, wow, you know, we're without a lot of things during this pandemic, but at least we are so blessed to live where we do and to have the friends that we have. And when you see all the stuff that's going on in the world right now, it is so hard not to be grateful that you are who you are, that you live where you are. There are so many people suffering from this pandemic, as well as so many people suffering with Another thing which we're all dealing with right now, which is racism. And, uh, wow, you could really get down in your mind and your heart on this. And I think gratitude is the thing that can pull you out of the hole. You can always find it if you look for it. Listen to this quote by G.K. Chesterton, one of our favorite writers. A man who seemed to have an ability to say something in a way that it became instantly memorable. Chesterton said, I would maintain I would maintain that thanks are the highest form of thought. 
and that gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. Ooh, I love that. Isn't that great? So maybe we were saying gratitude is happiness. Maybe maybe Chesterton's doubling down on us and saying, no, uh, gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. Oh, wow. We wrote that, but I had forgotten all about that. It's amazing. We didn't write it. Chesterton I mean, wrote we wrote it. it on this page. We wrote it down, but I just can't believe that we have forgotten that. We love him. My other favorite quote of his is, the reason the angels can fly is that they have learned how to take themselves lightly. Lightly. And I think he's got a wonderful mind. Well, and here's one by a rabbi, Rabbi Harold Kushner. Think about this one for a minute. Can you see the holiness in those things you take for granted? A paved road or a washing machine? If you concentrate on finding what is good in every situation, you will discover that your life will suddenly be filled with gratitude, a feeling that will nurture your soul. Wow. Um, there are so many people with wonderful minds that know how to really put things together to lift your soul. Read a little more on here, Linda. This is so good, I think. As we gradually develop the habit of gratitude, we see blessings all around and in and a part of everything. In the light of our awareness, gifts elongate like sun-setting shadows. Wow. Basic gratitude is a skill we can learn through concentration and practice. It's learned well enough, practiced long enough, then it can become an attitude and an atmosphere with which and in which we live and live more fully. Gratitude is an element that, though often hidden, is always present at least in traces, in every experience, every moment. Finding it and feeling it and giving it is what we can practice. How do you think that applies to families, honey? How do you think that applies to parenting? Oh, wow. You know, an attitude of gratitude is really important in parenting, especially when you've got a naughty child or even a rebellious child. Um, it's so important to remember how grateful you are for the things, not only to have that child, but for the things they're teaching you. Let's go on a little more with some from this opening part of this, this book about the thankful heart. Irrigation. Oh, irritation. <laughs> I need my glasses. Irritation and annoyance with an adversary can transform into gratitude for new awareness of another perspective. Wow, that's really appropriate right now, isn't it? And disappointment with the weather can transform into gratitude for variety and unpredictable surprise and appreciation of beauty. Fear of things we can't control or predict can transform into gratitude for serendipity. Boredom with routine can transition into gratitude for stability and safety. Vague appreciation for comfort and ease can transform into gratitude for small specifics like a storm window or a car that starts. Even frustration with traffic and potholes in the road can transform into gratitude for the government. Imagine that and the roads that were built for all of us. Gratitude is better than appreciation. 
The latter might be nothing more than politeness, while the former has depth of feeling and expression. Thanksgiving can become a skill, an aptitude, a talent, defined and deliberate and directed, developed by awareness, perspective, and practice. It can be generated, granted, and given. And it is, as much as we want of it, within our power. But that kind of thankfulness, our own earned and practiced kind, is only the beginning of gratitude. Because there's a higher form, one in which our only proactive part is requesting, recognizing, and receiving. This is the higher yet deeper gratitude that is a gift from God. It's different not just in degree, but in kind. It comes from without, not from within, and it wells in our spirits not our emotions. So we love the whole idea of trying to cultivate gratitude and becoming better at it and teaching it to our children. You know, it starts with just a simple thank you. So many kids, what makes you feel better? What makes you feel sort of more impressed with a child, Linda, than when someone says thank you? Yeah, absolutely. And it's amazing how, how many kids don't. It's surprising when they do, actually, <laughs> because they sometimes, just like we do, take things for granted. And, uh, you know, thanks for the ride, Mom, is, really means a lot, but so often they don't seem to think about it. I remember one time you, you were driving a carpool or something. I don't know why I remember this, but you came back and you said something like there were, you know, there were six kids in that car, and when they got out to go, the only one of them remembered to say. Oh my gosh! It was a pumpkin. It was it was Halloween time, and I had a big. We had such a big, ugly van, and <laughs> but it it was so funny because there were just before seatbelts, so there were little benches in the back, and I took these kids to a punk. It was a church activity. I took them to the pumpkin patch. And they all had a pumpkin in their arms. There were 17 kids back there, and they all had pumpkins in their arms. And then I, you know, I had to drop them off at their home one at a time and so on. And it was amazing. I had given up a lot to do that that day. I had so many other more pressing things, and I just thought, I'm just going to do this. But I started noticing as they got out of the car, one of them said thank you of those 17 kids. It's really amazing. But, you know, it does make a big difference. I was grateful for that. How do you, how, why do you think some kids, I, do you think it's just that parents, is it a politeness thing or do they really feel gratitude? I mean, I guess, I guess it can start with politeness. You know, if, if you want to start somewhere with your children, just getting them to say thank you more each day. I remember one time we, we had our kids try to say thank you at least five times a day, just so they'd be aware. Yeah. That, and of course that's thankfulness to other people, but, um. Where it really came into focus for us was, of course, on Thanksgiving. In fact, that was the genesis of this book. And you ought to tell a little about what we started doing 49 years ago instead of Christmas cards. <laughs> we decided to do a Thanksgiving card because we love Thanksgiving. It's just our favorite time of the year. And so um, we decided let's... Let's get rid of the hassle of the Christmas cards and let's 
um, send out Thanksgiving cards. And I do remember the first Thanksgiving card we sent, we thought about, I had two little girls sitting on each of my knees and I was so hassled when I went down there. Oh my gosh. The, to the photographer. It was actually a photographer. Yeah, yeah. And I we thought was we better have a good picture for this Thanksgiving Two kids card. ready. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. And you were there too, you know, but I had those little girls and you had our little son. And and then I looked at that picture after we had sent it to hundreds of people and realized that the dress hangers on the inside of my dress were hanging out on the bottom. And it was so obvious. I cannot believe I never noticed it, which is one of those days. So, um, you know, it was, but it has been such a fun thing to do that through the years and see our family's pictures. And actually, we have put the pictures in the back of this book. I don't know that it's available anymore. Well, it is. We're going to talk more about what's happened. This book has evolved, and now it's it's about to come out in a new edition as a gratitude journal with a lot of spaces for people to record gratitude in different ways. And we'll we'll get into what those different views or different paradigms, different viewpoints of gratitude are. Yeah, but, but is this book on Irish Free Books? I... I don't know. I no, guess it's still no, being no. published. But no, it's still but, be. But yeah, there's ways to, to get it. And we'll talk about that. But the important thing is what you do in your family to develop greater gratitude. And for us, it really, I can remember so clearly the, the Thanksgiving when it started and when we decided, and we'll get into this a little after the break too, Linda, but we got involved in making a list of the things we were grat- we were really grateful for as a family every Thanksgiving. And it has become one of our most enduring and sort of beautiful family traditions, don't you think? Absolutely, it really has. I think our record is when one Thanksgiving we gathered the family and we got up to 1,800 things on our list that we were grateful for. Yeah. So we'll take a little break and we'll come right back and talk more about the beauty of gratitude and the solution that it really is for a lot of our family issues. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back. And I have to say, as you know, if you've been listening, um, that we're talking about gratitude, but I have a great solution for getting kids to say thank you. Um, I think um, we should require um, somebody who knows how to do it to have Alexa require kids to say thank you after she gives them information. Oh. <laughs> I think that would be so Come awesome. on, Siri. Why Come on, Alexa. Why do we think of that? I mean, Come really. Come on, Google. I mean, our little grandkids are always Alexa, what is this? Alexa, what is that? What is that? <laughs> and if they just say, have to say thank you, that's a great habit Well, maybe to they should into. have to say please before Alexa or that Siri or Google too. will answer them. And then that would be good. If they fail to say thank you after they get the answer, then the next time she won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a great idea. The solution on how to teach children gratitude is... It lies in technology. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is, I mean, we're trying to approach gratitude from a number of levels today. Not only how to teach it to our children, but how to embrace it more in ourselves. And as with so many things, Linda, don't you think that 
it's all about example. You know, if you, if you show the example of gratitude, not only in saying thank you to people, but in your prayers in your family prayers in your, in your just family discussion, just at the dinner table, bring up what you're grateful for that day. Um, maybe start a little gratitude journal for everyone in the family where everyone's writing down the little things that they're grateful for each day. It, it just becomes part of a culture, part of a family culture. Yeah, it does. And, and I think it's something that we don't often think about when we're dealing with our children. And how about just looking down at it, not getting eye level with a child and just saying, I am so grateful for you. Just once in a while, you know. Yes, yeah, that's a good point. Being grateful for the child. I am so grateful for you because you, I mean, if you can think of some little thing that you're grateful for, it really makes a huge dent in their self-esteem. I mean, the other way. It makes a great balloon in their, in their self-esteem. Absolutely. So, um... The way we tried to approach um, gratitude as a skill, as something that you develop, really got us into the subject. And um, I wanted to say a little more about Thanksgiving because this really started for us all those many years ago when we decided to do a Thanksgiving card and write a Thanksgiving poem every year. And it transformed some of our family rituals and traditions because Thanksgiving to us in those early days was sort of like, how much, how many more days is it till Christmas? And hey, let's take a day and watch football all day and and eat way too much and and it'll be fun, you know? And then I remember distinctly that one year with those three little kids saying, why don't we really try to think about what we're thankful for? And remember we got a roll of that old, they used to have those rolls of paper that they'd use in cash registers adding machines machines and so on in the old days get them at the office uh, shops and so we we got one of those so we could unroll it and we started writing all the things we were grateful for and these were little kids i mean our oldest was probably five but they started thinking of things and they got into the idea of numbering them and how many can we get? And They were better on the numbers than the writing, is that right? Because we had to do the writing. They but, were but they were looking around the room. What am I grateful for? Oh, I'm grateful for doorknobs. Oh, that's a good one. I'm grateful for lights. I'm grateful for um, carpet. I'm, I'm grateful for uh, the ceiling. You know, and, and then it gradually expanded. Well, let's look out the window. Oh, I'm grateful for the trees. I'm grateful for the sky. And, and I think it was so interesting how it evolved that year and additional years, starting with just little things they could see or hear, and then then going to deeper things, going to, I'm grateful for my mother's love. I'm grateful for the feeling I have when when a friend calls me. I mean, it it just it, it becomes an evolving, growing kind of thing. But you have to talk about it before it takes on those new parameters right and what we found as the kids grew older was that they started thinking because they were desperate for things that they were grateful for because they wanted to get more on the list than they did the year before they started thinking about the things that had happened to him during the year right i remember when we first saw les mis with them and um they were saying that and then also starlight express they were naming all the cars and in fact we ended up naming a batch of kittens (laughs) after the Starlight Express people. But anyway, it really is interesting because you start reflecting on all the things you're grateful for. 
And actually, one year we we hit a thousand, I think. It well, I know that one year we got up to eighteen hundred, but that's when we had some relatives over there. We had to lots of relatives <laughs> to do all their life too. But we put them on these long rolls, and then we would some years we would have a contest who could read them the fastest. You know, who was the fastest reader who could get through all these, and and then we would drape them up over the Thanksgiving table like crepe paper. You know, these long lists of gratitude things. Honey. And then we'd roll them up at the end, and we'd keep them, and we've, we've still got those. We still have got the rolls. We've got all those rolls from different years of Thanksgiving. Come to think of it, that may be a little overkill. That might be, but, <laughs> but let, let's, let's explore this a little more with you. Just a couple more thoughts. An attitude for gratitude does not come by itself. It's a combination of other skills. To get good at gratitude, we need to get good at noticing and awareness good at humility, good at expressing thanks, good at remembering, and good at receiving. The middle part and central core of this that we're writing is about the skills that make up the skill and about how each of them connects to the ultimate skill and gift of gratitude. The joy of these connections is that they feed on each other. They motivate each other. So as you get better at awareness, you also begin to get better at gratitude and feeling more than thankfulness makes us more aware. Understanding grace feeds directly into the gratitude we feel. And then that added appreciation expands on our grasp of grace. So what we did, we decided to have a different perspective or look at gratitude every month of the year because the whole idea was, how can we take this feeling of thanksgiving and go way beyond November. How can we keep it going? And so these became the themes. I think you'll find these interesting. So November was Thanksgiving and Remembrance. Um, December was Thanksgiving and Grace. January, Thanksgiving and Perspective. February, Thanksgiving and Love. March, Thanksgiving and Character. April, Thanksgiving and Asking. May, Thanksgiving and Receiving, how to be a good receiver. June, Thanksgiving with health and vitality. July, Thanksgiving and family. August, Thanksgiving and adversity. Now you may, that's, that's an interesting one. one. Yeah. yeah, being grateful for the challenges. September, Thanksgiving and serendipity and stewardship. October, Thanksgiving and the confident humility of faith. So let's just give you an idea of how expandable these things really are. Let's look at, just at random, Linda, let's turn to um, March. And let's see what we were talking about in March. If I can find it here. Um, you say something while I find it. <laughs> um, well... March is a good month. No, um, it really was fun to do this, to compartmentalize it and to have a different focus every month. Okay, here it is. So March is Thanksgiving and character. And we started off with a little quote. There's no greater difference between men than between grateful and ungrateful people. That's quite a thought. And we decided to try to say, then on the other side of the spectrum, empathy, humility, love, courage, honesty, and fall, all of them flowing from gratitude. So 
in this in in March for an example, we were trying to say, how does your character improve if you are really really good at gratitude? And the challenge we tried to have a challenge at the end of each month, and this ties into the new edition of the book that's coming out, which is a, a gratitude journal. But the challenge for March, for example, was thanks and love one and one, one on one each day. Say thank you to someone, not polite and perfunctory, but eye to eye or at least heart to heart, feeling it and meaning it. Record in your gratitude journal the receiver's name, who you said thankful to, each day of the month in this gratitude journal. You know, we had so much wonderful help with this book, with the graphics, with the photography. We have... This is Hazelsey yeah. out there on the beach with her arms stretched wide looking up to the sky like it's the happiest day of my life. Well, we're lucky to have all these photographers. There's there's photos in this book by Shawnee, by Sadie, by Josh, by Eva, and is there anyone else about left Eli, out? probably. And Eli. Eli, yeah. yeah. Um, it really ha was a fun project and also some just some great... Uh, photos of obviously not our there most of them are not our family but many of them are and it is really fun to capture gratitude let's give you another example and it is june right now so let's turn to the june month thanksgiving and health and vitality love cures people both the ones who give it and the ones who receive it and a fellow named john henry jowett said gratitude is a vaccine an antitoxin and an antiseptic. That's interesting, huh? Mm, yeah. And Tony Snow said, Every one of our greatest national treasures, our liberty, enterprise, vitality, wealth, military power, global authority, all flow from a surprising source, our ability to give thanks. Isn't that true? Um even thanks for the hard stuff and for the things that happen. Um, I I went out today for a hike in a clean pair of pants, and uh, uh, just you know just exercise pants, but <coughs> just got them out of the dryer. And on my way, I met this darling puppy who jumped all over me. It was muddy out there, and I am just covered with mud. But, you know, I, I should be grateful that I was healthy enough to take that walk <laughs> and that I have a washing machine. Um, I can wash it again. And that the um, dog didn't bite and you. And that the dog didn't bite me. Um, <laughs> almost, but not quite. Anyway, there are so many things to be grateful for. Everyday little things, but especially this month, health and vitality. So the challenge for this month is, again, a different take on the, on the gratitude journal. This month, once each day, pause, sit still and serene. Relax and loosen your wrists and your ankles and let it spread from there. Then focus on, focus for three minutes on one simple visualizable blessing. See it in your mind from all perspectives. Block every other thought. And later that day, write it down in your book. So it's great to have a gratitude journal and your kids can have a gratitude journal. But what you need to try to do is See gratitude from many different perspectives. Don't just make it a thing. Hey, let's work on gratitude for a week. Make it something yeah, make it you work specific. on for a year. 
Yeah. Make it part of your family culture. In fact, we have some dear, dear friends who actually took the quotes out of this book and she put it on on paper, on stick-on notes, and printed it and, and put it on her mirror. She gave it to all of her kids so that they could have it on their mirror. Just little things to remind them every day of how grateful for they, they were according to the month that they were in, which we, we love them for doing that. So thanks for being with us today on Ours on the Road. Gratitude is the closest thing we know to a panacea. It helps get us through crises. It helps us find the little hidden joys in life. It helps us avoid the horrible syndrome of taking things for granted. It helps us get outside of ourselves and it helps our children grow into the people we want them to be. So true. We're grateful for you. Thank you so much for joining us whenever you can on Ayers on the Road. Good luck with your gratitude. See you next week.